0: Welcome to episode eighty-five of the Muck Podcast, where we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in
1: American politics. I'm Tina Hadamio and I'm Hillary Docherty. Hillary, <laughs> Chai Town, oh, tell me shit. everything. <laughs> it's been a, it's been two weeks since you've screamed my name. Oh, out I know. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like like seriously months. I know it's it's so crazy to not record right one every week. It's yes. weird. Um, I did. I did not miss having to write a story. I'll tell you that much. I did not miss <laughs> that at all. Last <laughs> night I was like, oh, this is so ridiculous," but um, okay. First of all, I went to Chicago with my yes. son last weekend, and it, it was the best fucking trip it ever. It looked amazing. We did everything. Yes, I, everything. He his reactions to oh, things it was beautiful God. he just loved it it was beautiful and it's different when you take i have an older daughter and he's two you know almost 3 years younger and so when you take them separately it's a different relationship it's a different experience you know when they're together somebody annoys somebody somebody picks on somebody somebody hits somebody next i know they're pinching each other i don't know what the fuck's going on but i'm just like stop it right like i'm (laughs) screaming but separate he just was so curious he wanted to eat everything he wanted to try everything he wanted every well he always wants everything can i have this can i have that can i have this so i bought him anything he fucking wanted of course well within reason yeah and um uh, went on this crazy swing ride with him like this this um you know those swings that are on chains yes. and they, um, at the carnivals that go yes. around sort of, okay so that was on Navy Pier he went on that and then he's like when we go back tonight will you go on and I was like shit I was like I used to love this ride sure although when I was on it I was his age and Deaf Leopards pour some sugar on me this (laughs) time that was the jam of the summer yes okay I'm just saying that's the difference at 43 it's a lot (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's a different ride you're like I'm gonna have a heart attack I'm gonna kill somebody and then as we're leaving (laughs) Chicago his favorite thing I said what was your favorite thing he goes the swing ride I'm like this fucking swing ride which is at every carnival he goes to in florida What's his favorite thing in chicago Aww, but we had, we had so nice much fun though. oh my god and we got to see the obama portraits which i, I didn't even realize oh were there god, beautiful yeah i saw those pictures it was it was incredible he really and here's the thing i plan right like i because of covid they want you to Like, get your tickets in advance, like, say when you're going to be there, because they want to limit how many people go into these museums and everything. So I I didn't have tickets for the Art Institute, and we were meeting my friend Alexis that afternoon. Shout out to Alexis. Um, And so I said to her, are you up for going to the Art Institute? Because we have this afternoon to get, like, we were meeting right there anyway. And she was like, oh my God, it's my favorite. So we went there, and we saw the portraits. They are so stunning. Beautiful. Stunning. I mean it's just incredible. I miss going to museum. I just yeah. miss like going to things. Oh my God. Dude, you got to do it. Yeah. mask. But all these places required masks. So yeah. if we weren't in a place that was requiring a mask, we were walking around the city, which he didn't like. He always went, can we get on the train? Can we take a cab? I'm like, that shit costs money. Yeah. Although I bought train tickets for us like to take over the weekend if we needed to. But we were, I'm like, this is what it's like to be in a big city. You have yeah. fit. Like, yeah. this is what we're doing. Like we're walking. I think we had like, 60,000 steps throughout the whole or 50,000 steps over three days. It's incredible. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. But I have to say, so, so, so because I'm so like plan, 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 like this is what we're doing every minute, you know um and so the thing to go to the art institute was like a change of plans and it was a good thing right but then the next day when we were leaving i wanted to take the train back to the airport which takes about 45 minutes oh wow and so we get up early we get to the train station and we get out with our bags from the cab and this lady goes i'm taking can i take your cab to o'hare he said to the she said to the driver and he's like yeah And she said, are you, she looked at our bags and she's like, are you getting on the train to go to O'Hare? And I said, yeah. And she's like, it's not running. And I was like, (gasps) mother, like, you know, you start, I start to panic and get a sweat. And she's like, come get in the cab. We'll share. I work at the airport. We'll just share it to there. And I was oh. like, fucking amazing, right? Wow, thank God. Yeah, so I'm in the back seat with her and my son. And we're going to the airport. And she's like, where are you from? And I'm like, fuck. Oh, no, because then don't. she's going to be like, why am yes. I in the cab with you? Yeah, <laughs> I thought she'd jump out of a moving car. <laughs> it's like Florida. And she's like, she literally just turns to me. And she goes, what the fuck is going on down there? Yeah. And I was like, I know. Tina, I am so out of my mind. No, about this. it is like, I'm surprised they let us fly out of Florida, to be honest. I'm re- yeah. it's really that bad here. No, no, it's, it's, it's
0: horrific. Yeah. I saw a post fr- um, from a friend of ours that said that uh, her mother is in ER no. nurse. Oh, okay. And that, that like patients are in the cafeteria. Yeah. Patients are in conference rooms. Yeah. And I feel like did none of us here in Florida remember New York? I know. Are we going to have body bags outside on yeah. the streets? Is I that, think we
1: are. Is that where we're headed to? Well, the part that's the most frustrating for me, and I, I saw this tweet last week, and I said I cannot wait to get on the podcast and scream about this. Is that these governors, like in te- Texas and Mississippi, and of course Florida, where yeah. we are, um, are still, even though at, in one at, one at one side of their mouth, like in Texas, Greg Abbott, who I covered on the podcast, go back and listen, this yeah. incompetent asshole. But at one side of his mouth, he's like. He literally put a, a notice out asking for doctors and nurses yes. from other states to help to come to Texas because to help he, because, because he they're running out an, of shit because he's an absolute failure because as he's a failed yeah. the, to take care of his people. Yeah. And and the other side of his mouth, he's like, but I'm not going to do like a mass mandate or whatever. Oh it's God. like it doesn't make any sense to me. And I, here's what I have to say. Since you have obviously failed as that job as governor. Get out. How about you go fucking volunteer at a hospital yeah. and pick up a fucking shift? You piece of shit. Because of your failures as governors, you have put the burden of the pandemic on emergency care workers, doctors, medical staff, teachers, parents, because of your failure, you have now put the burden of this on workers. And that's bullshit. bullshit. And not to mention,
0: I saw that it was in Tennessee.
1: Um, Mm -hmm. I
0: believe it was in Tennessee Mm -hmm. where there was um, uh, doctors. Doctors being harassed. Yes. Doctors going to a school board saying, "Hey, please," Put and then yes. people saying, "I know where you live." Yeah. You're you uh, you're Tennessee. a traitor. Yeah. And it's like the people are putting their lives on the line. And the other thing I saw and 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 I've heard the the sort of this type of commentary before, and I kind of agree with it. And it mm-hmm. was the guy who his wife has uh, stage four cancer, breast mm-hmm. cancer, and she went in to have like the fluids drain some stuff. And they were like, we, we have to let you go home. You do need to stay, but we have to let you go home because we have all all these COVID patients. Mm -hmm. And the guy said, Hey, you don't believe in this virus. You think it's bullshit.
1: Then guess what? Stay your ass home. Yeah. Why are you coming to the hospital? This is my fucking thing. Stay your ass home. That's my fucking thing. Now you don't want to get a vaccine. You you think you live in a fucking bubble? Then go live in a fucking bubble. You don't want to get a vaccine? Then do the responsible thing by your community and your family and stay the fuck home. Don't invite people to your house. Do not leave your fucking house. If you think that you live in a fucking bubble like that and you're not going to affect other people, then live that way. Live that way. Do not come out into the fucking community
0: crying. Oh. I need help oh i need this so i'll take all Ooh. the experimental you know uh life-saving strategies oh and God. chemicals that you don't know what's in yeah, yeah but you won't take the vaccine it
1: makes no sense don't know the long term no,
0: no there's
1: no they don't know the long-term effects of the vaccine now, now they do have know, COVID. And they don't so, know the long term yeah. effects of COVID on you. You still can't smell or taste, you stupid fuck. <laughs> so good luck. And I, 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 listen, and I've been saying it for weeks die. I can't fucking oh, take no. it. I can't fucking take it. Go away. Get I, out look, of my face. I still
0: don't want people to die. All right,
1: fine. But, but that's where but, we differ. That's where we differ I, on the podcast. Differ, that's where we draw the line death. <laughs> death to idiots. But I can't fucking stand it. I cannot stand it. And let me say something fucking else. Let me just say this. Oh, I have this one more thing to say, too. This is incredible. Okay. We live in Broward County now. Uh, I know th- we have a lot of listeners in Florida, but we have lis- – by the way – hello to germany who oh listens every my week God. germany australia. have a lot australia germany uh yes. there's another canada. canada these are like constantly li- every every week we have downloads and we have so our big state we have you know virginia california is a big state. state we have
0: oregon michigan's a huge on thank, thank you thank you. you thank
1: you we love you but anyway yes hello Ger- hello germany i've been meaning to do that for three deutschland. months
0: deutschland is <laughs> that right
1: <laughs> that's right <laughs> donkey dun- <laughs> no cut that out okay, cut, cut. anyway cut, cut my point is this we live in broward county so if you don't live in florida it's it, and you don't understand the, pol- the Basically whole everything is red and everything's then we're red tiny blue you've got <laughs> one, palm beach then broward then miami as counties like monroe i think that's blue but all those counties are blue you got the tampa saint pete over there in yes. the arm- west side armpit uh, that's a blue and yeah. then you've got some purple really getting blue in the middle of the state they're purple they're going yeah. blue okay So we're moving, but
0: it's, isn't it interesting that major metropolitan areas where Mm. people are educated and have jobs and Mm. things like that are all, and where the more, most Mm. of the money that
1: goes to Tallahassee comes from those Mm. areas, which means we should, my opinion should have more representation
0: and it's more, it's more people, it's more populated.
1: Yes. Listen, to, but listen to me. I want to talk about Broward <laughs> County because that's where we live and that's where we love. Yes. Okay. So Broward County is super blue. Like the most fucking yes. Democratic votes come from this county. Thank which God. means we should have a, a strong Democratic party here. But we, we don't. don't. But we don't. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, but we do have this much. We have fucking incredible, incredible elected officials oh here. Oh my and God. And I want to talk about friend of the fucking <gasps> pod, Sarah, Sarah Lee Leon- Leon- Leonardi, Sarah oh Leonardi, who's on our show, go listen to her little muck or little muck. This bitch, and I say that in a very loving way, who we love, oh my friend, God, not love only a friend her, of the podcast, a friend, friend of ours. Friend. I am now. I, I need to brag about how I do drinks with her. Like I love her. Yes. here we are. This girl killed it in her fucking oh election. My God, overturned a red fucking yes. seat let's think about that yeah let's think about the fact that let's sarah that was fucking, appointed liz yeah was <clears throat> appointed by a re- republican governor this the seat yes. she overtook she fucking flipped over seat. she fought for that seat fought fucking hard and, and was dragged it was a terrible yes. fucking race yes. okay so she wins imagine what it's like if that if the red seat was still there let's let, let, let's put that aside for a second yeah sarah fucking leonardi and the rest of the goddamn broward county school board Fucking voted for a mask mandate. And now yes. this is national news. National because news. Because here's the thing. No other county was fucking doing it. All you need is one you need is strong, one. brave fucking board to yes. make that decision. And every fucking school board has now followed most of them. Yes. That. And which is means, and as soon as they did it, DeSantis is like, fuck you i'm gonna take your money i'm oh, not gonna pay but you guess and Sarah what goes then take my money bitch take i don't it. you don't need to pay me motherfucker yes. right oh my god but guess Then what? miami day co- follows alucha 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 whatever that yes you know what i'm saying that county follows. all of these counties are now giving the fucking finger to Ron DeSantis, and he goes okay well i guess i can't take your pay but guess
0: what but guess what did you see the letter from the from the federal Woo! department of education yeah. that said oh p.s you, yeah. we gave you a ton of money yeah that was supposed to be distributed may 24th mm. you have yet to distribute that money to schools and if you're not going to distribute it we they'll can give it them back. money
1: oh they'll take it they'll give but it but they're going to give
0: it directly nice. to the school they said like they that they will fund directly to the school board good
1: so and guess what and happened to DeSantis, where is that money Oh,
0: please. where is that money? Please. We're going into a
1: new school year. They, the, these schools need PPE. We they need have all of this stuff. Give the money. They have money for housing that they were supposed to be giving away to people for, to make up for rent be, during the pandemic. Yeah. They have given away 2% of this money. Yeah. 2% of the money. They just, because they don't care about people. Uh, here's the thing. All they care about is politics. They have a That's new, it. uh, interim sup- school superintendent. I don't know if you, if you know who this woman's name is. Something. Do you know what the name is? She, do you know it? Something Cartwright? I don't, I, I don't. Yes, I don't. Listen, it's I, Cartwright. I don't. It's Cartwright. Is it? I, I, I believe don't. so. I have no time for this. All I know is this: President Joe Biden calls her yes. this week and gives her a show of support. Calls the Broward County School Superintendent and Let's says, hold the fucking line. That's incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible. So I I am just incredibly proud to live in this county. And I, and I got to tell That my kid you, goes to oh school in this fucking county. I, can't, I, I I, am so proud that we have school board members that are wa- putting that their fucking paycheck brave. on the line to protect our kids. They're brave.
0: They're fucking brave is they're right. Brave, brave, brave. And I mean, Sarah, just as a school board member, is always- Always yes. working. Yes. I mean, she works for all of her schools. She mm. has done, you know, we had we had an, an unfortunate incident with a middle school. Yes. Where the roof uh caved in on the media center, oh. and thank God no kids were in there. But getting supplies to those, like she she is constantly working with different groups and yes. organizations to support mm-hmm. students and teachers in this county all of the time. Yep. All of the time. Yeah it's not it's nonstop, and it's it's i mean it really it just is a shows, full-time job it's a full-time job but she takes it so seriously and and th- that's what you need in a local leader someone who just she's cares incredible.
1: i i oh my uh, god uh, we are i can give lucky. a laundry a laundry list of the fucking incredible leaders here but oh god and then she was on cnn
0: i fucking was like oh she's on cnn Cooper her. on thursday night. <gasps> was thursday night it
1: was thursday night Oh, no, Friday night. She's on Anderson Cooper 360. And he says to her, thank you. Yes. Because this is not an easy time to be a school board member. So thank you for your work. And she had the biggest smile on her face. I was like, look at this girl. Oh, my God. I will never forget when I met her. I am so
0: fucking excited for her. I'm just so proud of her. And when just seeing, and she's been doing conversations, interviews. Monday night, they're doing one Monday night. I got to tell you, all I I see, though, is is an incredible future path oh honey her
1: oh it's going up she's this is not her last stop no no honey no oh but let me just say i also came up with a new term and it may be (gasps) it may make you a little uncomfortable but this is how this is what i'm going to refer to as the mississippi governor the texas governor and our governor their new names to me are cunt-faced bitch Oh shit. I don't think anything more low and degrading than cunt faced oh, bitch. Oh my god. Fuck you. Dang. And when you I know see the, DeSantis.
0: The, the British like to see you next Tuesday. They like I to mean, throw that word around. That's
1: listen. Honey, Maybe you got a little British. I'm very classy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I see when I see his goofy fucking face, DeSantis, and he's like, blu, 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 blu. that's all I hear. I'm like, you cunt-faced motherfucker. It just to me is. And just they should be brought up on it's charges. Smug. It's smug. they should be brought up on charges. They have it's allowed. Neglect this to happen and do you know that we don't have anything in place in florida for a recall of this guy i know i've heard. well listen how is that (laughs) i mean how how is there no safety net what else for the people i mean this is florida but guess what guess what it's like all all... it's
0: gonna win that seat that would be
1: very nice it's gonna happen (laughs) that would be very nice we're making it happen um i think that's it okay i I know. i have a long story (laughs) and so i figured i might as well get into this but um yeah it's a good time to live in Broward. It's a bad time to live in the state. I don't know. Yeah, and all, but even, even
0: Broward, um, you know, hearing... Th- there was a recent... I think it was in Broward County. I'm not sure where it was, where uh, a father punched oh. a teacher mm. about mask mandates, punched a teacher in the face, like, repeatedly, because he was getting aggressive with a principal, and a, and the teacher stepped in. Wow. And uh, this guy, like, just beat him up. My kids and, are... And it's like, I, listen... There have been uniform mm-hmm. rules, dress code rules. You got to wear your seatbelt. You can't speed down the road. There are all these things that you have to do as an individual to be safe in society. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're not screaming about, I should be able to drive 100 miles an hour on the road. I pay taxes. I'm a free individual. What What is it about this? It's, it's insanity. It is. It is insanity. And it is all because... There are certain politicians that are riling up folks
1: because they're safe in
0: their bubble. But
1: it's beyond politicians. It's media people. There's these these wacky radio people. There's a guy in Palm Beach who's a longtime conservative radio show host, and he would rail against COVID and all this stuff. He just died of COVID. Yeah. He just died last week of COVID. Now, think about... There, there, and there was another guy who was a conservative host, which was like a national program. God, I wish I could remember his name. He was railing against COVID, railing against the vaccines, um, saying it's not that big of a deal. He got COVID, got deadly, like very sick. Gets back on the radio and he's like, everybody needs to go get a vaccine. Now think about how wow. many months this guy could have saved people's yeah. lives no. by saying, using his influence in a good way but instead wh- of being a fucking
0: dick. Wait, I really want a psychologist on here to, to hmm. understand what is it that is compelling people to say i don't believe in science yeah. right but then they're gonna believe in science when they need to go to the hospital but i think it's they also believe in science when they go yeah. for their annual checkup they believe it you know like but
1: this they don't believe it, it's
0: it, it doesn't make any um, sense well it's
1: been years of, of using the media as the enemy yeah and they and and conspiracy theories are fun yeah. and like at a party you're like oh what do you believe the, the earth's flat like that's all fun and games yeah you know no it's pre-pandemic not. right but be in a pandemic your conspiracy theories are fucking deadly yeah like that shit's not fucking funny no it's dangerous and, and it's, so take it to the fucking mat like somewhere else like i'm not fucking interested in it get the fuck away from me <sighs> fuck you oh my god oh tina all right I can't let's hear i can't wait to hear get this get me story. out of this. <laughs> <laughs> all right so listen i'm gonna cover well i gotta take a deep breath because i want to fucking die i'm gonna cover former u.s house rep mark foley <gasps> hi hello hi. now we've talked about him several yes. times on here we've yeah, mentioned the story feel, i
0: almost feel like we've
1: covered and him. i feel and i thought i knew the story To be honest with you, and then I read this whole Vanity Fair article, Vanity Fair, which was so good. good Oh, it was so good. You know, I didn't include everything in the article because it goes into really super details. But um, I got as much as I could from it. But the guy, you know, it's a complicated story. I I don't feel bad for him. Obviously, he had a lot of issues that he should have been dealing with, so that didn't get this way. As far as it went with him and the scandal, but. there's a lot of shame involved and like just it's just it's very sad it seems oh. like a very sad situation to me but you know he's also a creep so like what the fuck are you going to do like how yeah. how sad can you really feel Ugh. for somebody right i can't wait to hear this okay so mark foley okay born in 1954 in Lake Worth Florida i love Lake Worth oh. i have some family that lives there my my brother robert and his lovely girl laurel it was amazing. Okay, Late his parents work. were yeah. So it's just north of us. Yeah. Um. His parents were staunch Irish Catholics. In high school, Mark was known as a very charming and a party boy. His okay. high school yearbook caption depicted him as quote noted for being a ladies man. Oh hey. <laughs> but what most people around Mark, including his family, uh, didn't know is that he was being molested by a <gasps> priest.
0: Oh
1: God. Yeah. You so know, I
0: mean, this Catholic church man.
1: Oofah. Uh, Around the age of 16, he was being molested by Reverend Anthony Mer- Merchica, who was 17 years older than Mark, and he was a priest at Sacred Heart Catholic School, um, and he would take Mark biking and skinny dipping and massage Aww. him nude, uh, often bringing him to saunas and where he fondled him. Unlike a peer of Marks who ran away from another, uh, another priest's overtures, Mark apparently did not resist. He's a child. Okay. Thank you. Uh, When all of this was revealed years later, um, and this major scandal comes out about Mark Foley, um, he did name this person as, like, this person. So the press found this guy. He was living, like, of course, what the Catholic Church does is puts them in, like, countries far, far away. So they find this guy, and he says that um, it was mutual, right? Like, they were attracted to each other, and they loved each other like brothers. Like, what a... Like, just totally excused away
0: this behavior as
1: if Mark was enjoying it and a part of it yeah okay
0: again he's a child yeah
1: so um foley's mom welcomed the priest into their home for christmas dinners and his oh, parents allowed God. him to take their adolescent son to the beach and on sleepover trips to new york and washington oh, no you know they're one there's and even when his mother found out years later she did not believe it she told him this is not true <gasps> like even like he's now in his like 40s and she's like and she's like no because they can't get the past the... the tr- yeah, They, yeah, can't yeah. Get,
0: they, they yeah. and they
1: don't probably want to
0: feel like they sent their son off. Probably with a predator.
1: Probably. So Mark would move on to relationships with women, but it was known in many circles in Palm Beach that he was gay. So everybody knew this thing. Um, he would tell people sometimes that he was bisexual, but he would never act on it. That's what he would say, like, oh, I like men, but I would never do anything, right? So he would attend gay parties, and he started to run in very powerful circles there. His parents helped him open a restaurant called The Lettuce Patch, which I kind of like that name.
0: It's very cute. Yeah, I think it's
1: cute. His mom made pies, his dad was the manager, and his brother worked the cash register, and he basically acted as the host. He would walk oh, around, he's very charming yeah so he also started to run in like political world in the political world with democrats in in palm beach and in the mid-80s he became very friendly with roy talmo the chairman of first american bank and trust in lake worth and talmo who was a powerful man was more than 20 years older um than foley but he lavished him with attention right well because he's this good-looking charming yeah so okay. a friend of Talmo's said that Mark was known as one of Roy's boys, Ooh. right? So he's in his 20s. He's now running with this other guy. So Talmo put young Foley on the board of his bank, which became the, which became the largest stockholder in Senville Development Corporation, builder of Century Village, Dang. a chain of the biggest retirement communities yeah. in Southeast Florida. Talmo's That's a lot of money. Yeah. Talmo's bank went under during the savings and loan debacle of oh. the 1980s. We've talked about that. And Senville went bankrupt, but not before Talmo reportedly put Mark in a number of high-stakes real estate deals and taught him the art of the quick flip foley's most spectacular land shuffle was in 1986 when talmo lent him 2.45 million dollars to buy an abandoned golf course and he turned it around and sold it to a school district for 2.91 millions in a matter of hours foley walked away with nearly half a million dollars my god isn't that incredible can someone give me a couple million to try to do something this is fucking insane
0: i just i i how does this even happen?
1: i know i know so in 1984 he plans to run for palm beach county commission seat as a democrat he starts a campaign and he raises a lot of money but the party's like no it's not your time which fucking oh. pissed him off he's like what the fuck right well, but i
0: kind of like that they're like it's not your time i mean i mean because we we don't see enough of that yeah but when we have like five million people running for one seat <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's true but so I don't know, if I, it, I know I but I I to tell at you at the same
0: time, it's like, I can run if I want to. Like, you yeah. know, it's,
1: it's, it's, it's a delicate, it's a I was delicate thinking about that, with that seat, that Elsie Hastings seat. If the party said to any of them, it's not your time. Ugh. Do you think any of them would listen? No. No, because they're all about, they're all they powerful, yeah. huge fucking. And uh, they feel uh, like they can yeah, do yeah, it. Candidates. So I just, and I'm we don't just really just have a strong party who's going to help hold people. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. But I'm just
0: disappointed that the seats that we're losing. That's the that stressor. It's
1: incredibly dangerous we're yeah. fucking with the party all yeah. the power that we have the little power that we have okay so he's infuriated he switches parties he's like go fuck yourself he's basically like if i'm gonna live in the closet right, right which he's doing i might as well become a republican where they'll welcome me in and i can just i'm gonna live in the closet anyway and that's how they that's how this party wants it so i'm just gonna go fucking do it so he changes parties and around this time he starts uh, quietly dating a wealthy and attractive dermatologist dr lane nice Who owned a popular anti aging institute in Palm Beach? But he was always careful in the early years to appear at events with beautiful women. So he wouldn't even bring him. Or if he did, they'd have like a woman sitting in between them. Wow. So he wasn't really out yeah but he's in this relationship so he ends up getting elected to the u.s house in 1994 with 58 percent of the vote and he was reelected in 96 in 2000 and 2002 and in 2004 he gets 64 so he's like constant yeah. you know, he's he's, he's well liked in this district that he and he was known as a moderate republican well he's, yeah if he was probably really a dumb that's just right. sitting in this seat as a right. republican he spent most of his tenure in congress as a member of the powerful um, house ways and means committee in late 2000 foley played a large role in aid 80- George W. Bush during the presidential election recount in Florida. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi. Uh, how
0: will th- which, which I means- can't stop
1: thinking about today because of Afghanistan. We're fucked oh in Afghanistan right now. We're trying to pull troops out and the whole fucking place is going falling to the Taliban yeah. and we had to get involved 20 fucking years ago. 20 yeah. fucking years. Okay. And here we are. Thanks, George W. Um so in 2003, he starts to make moves to run for Bob Graham. Bob Graham who was yes. our former governor, was our state senator at the yes. time. A US Senator. And so he decides he wants to run for the seat. He starts crisscrossing the state, raising money. His, with he was with his sister who would like run help run his campaign, and rumors about his sexuality start coming out. Right, so as soon as any time he wants to run, the Dems come out and start throwing shit out. Right, and this it is his, it, both ways. Yes, that, yeah. that's true. And so the U.S. Senate uh, seat is a very you know we need to hold yes. on to those seats, right? So the Republicans were like. Don't think that you should run, basically. And he kind of didn't listen. And then there was speculation that they got a call from the White House, Carl Rove in the White House, saying, "Dang, no, like you can't, you're not going to run for this." So he suspends, he can't, you know, changes or um, uh, ends his campaign. He does. He does. So he
0: listens to them.
1: He does. And um, and they basically did it because they didn't think a Republican, gay Republican, could win statewide they had just gone through this whole thing with charlie christ right uh, and so they just didn't think that it was a possibility yeah okay so um he ends up calling the palm beach post and telling them like this is why i pulled out because my dad's sick and his dad did end up dying like months later but um that's what was the reason he gave but everybody was like he had a lot he was getting lots of money like he had a huge yeah. campaign war chest like there was no reason what why happens to all that money i think that he i think you can donate it i think or you might return it back to the people who gave it to I you if you end know. the campaign. I'm not sure either. So he goes back to D.C., but he was really starting to struggle. Because he's still a house rep, right? But he's really starting to struggle because he's realizing that, you know, he wanted to move go up. higher and yeah. higher and higher. And he was really ambitious politically, but he realized that he couldn't. This was it for him. Yeah. The party was never going to allow him not to be more than to that. Move up. Yeah. So he was, like, struggling, basically, like, personally because of that. So some of his work in Congress, uh, one of the, he was one of the foremost opponents of child pornography. He served as a chairman of the House Caucus on Missing and Exploited Children. He introduced a bill coined, quote, the Child Modeling Exploitation Prevention Act of 2002 to outlaw websites featuring sexually suggestive images of preteen children, saying that, quote, these websites are nothing more than a fix for pedophiles, end quote. Mm. As it was written, the bill would have pro- prohibited commercial photography of children, and it failed it failed due to the unmanageable burden it would have presented to the legitimate entertainment industry, which you can imagine. Um, oh. Foley's leg- legislation to change federal sex offender laws was supported by the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, America's Most Wanted host John Walsh, and a number of victims' rights groups. President Bush signed it into law as part of the Adam Walsh Child Protection Act Safety Act of 2006, Foley also succeeded in getting a law passed that allows volunteer youth-serving organizations like the Boy Scouts of America and Boys and Girls Clubs to have access to FBI fingerprint background checks, Oh, which is incredible, right? that's great. And he also had differed, he differed with his party on social issues. So even though he's a professed Roman Catholic, he was a member of the Republican majority for choice, which does not believe there should be any restriction on abortion. Where's that? however, I don't know I don't think Where's it exists I think that exists lo- that that group that, long died yeah, but that's not that long ago no. this is in the 2000s. but he he really advocated more for like um abstinence yeah. oh, and please. uh adoption more than like yeah. go you know abortions okay um he also supported the Patriot Act, the death penalty, and strict sentencing for um hate crimes, including gay against okay. gay people, which was again yeah republicans weren't doing that kind of thing he also helped secure the first ever financial commitment from congress for the preservation of florida everglades incredible
0: okay. yeah so he's doing some good things he's here. doing a
1: lot of good things right yeah. so um let's get into this oh god thing so like any good scandal shit was brewing for years before it actually pops open right and so around 2003 uh kirk fordham who sounds like a very fascinating person, and I actually would love to, like, have a conversation with him because... Hey, Lil Muck. Hi, Lil Muck. Because, <laughs> and he's Flor- he's in Florida. Oh. I think he's in Miami. um, But I went and read a whole bunch of stuff about him, and he's kind of, like, really well-known as being... I mean, he's a Republican, but to be bipartisan, like, he worked for all these different politicians, and he came back here and was working for organizations that helped the Everglades and, like like, really big mover and shaker and i think that he would be interesting yeah, to talk to let's do it yeah so he kirk fordham was foley's chief of staff for a decade and he recalled he took a so one night he took a call from jeff trandall who was then the clerk of the house and he said quote we have a problem the congressman foley mm-hmm. showed up at the page dorm last night oh, no. he appeared to have been drinking and he was turned away at the door and <gasps> so Fordham remembers apologizing or agonizing with Trandall over what to do about this display of, like, uncontrolled behavior, right? So the PAGE program, I just wanted to give you a little uh, insight of, like, just the definition of, like, what the PAGE program is. Um, The PAGE program, so so that the House of Reps PAGE, uh, PAGE program was a program run by the U.S. House of Reps under the office of the clerk of the house in which high school students acted as non-partisan federal employees in the House of Reps, providing supplemental administrative support to House operations in a variety of capacities in D.C., of course, at the Capitol, and pages served within the U.S. House of Reps for over 180 years. Like, this was a long program. Yeah. And it's pretty cool because then you learn.
0: It's about how things Work. I would. Do they still do this or
1: is it? Well, we'll mad? get into that. Oh, no. But like you would go like you, one of so, so it's you, like a summer internship. Yeah, and your house. Yeah. Whoever your house rep is That's would you, be your sponsor. Yeah. And they would pick this like I phenomenal student this. who could go to D.C. you Want to learn more about government I and like my work
0: kid to do this.
1: It's fucking incredible! It's incredible, yeah. and they live in a dorm. Like everything's yeah. kind of taken care of, but it's for a good kid right so um this motherfucker is showing up outside their dorm drunk which is a problem that's that's a a huge (laughs) fucking red flag bitch so Fordham of course, knowing Foley was gay had warned him over the years about overt behavior at parties, you know, et cetera, oh, because gosh. of the impact it could have on his political career and on the party. So Fordham's like a party guy and like Republican yes. party guy. And so he sees him like he described in the article, the Vanity Fair article, that they, he once went to the representative's house, townhouse in D.C. for a party. And he was talking to some college kids that were like the the head of the Republican Party in Virginia was yes. at this, you know, he's in college, but he's at this party and yeah. he's over here, you know, making eyes at one of the guys and kind of flirting with him and this kind of thing. And, and Fordham walks in and he's like, cut the, what the fuck yes. are you doing? You like, the, you but know, yeah,
0: even, but it, it doesn't even matter if it's same sex or opposite sex. Like you should not be engaging this in this is behavior true. with, with young people that yes. are, that you have power and control over that are absolutely. there. I mean, absolutely. That's just that fucking ps here
1: the new fx impeachment american crime story impeachments coming out with about bill clinton and monica Lewinsky, and i've watched the trailer and i'm gonna fucking vomit like i can't i don't know if i'm gonna be able to because this is monica Lewinsky is involved in the production and everything (gasps) and like I can't imagine what the fuck is gonna I happen. I can't wait to see this. <sighs> I don't but know. You know it's, what? It's so. It makes me so mad, Tina. No, I know. I, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And she's. I think she was she super was so, naive and young, and it's she just was fucking. Young. Yeah, it's so gross. Ugh. Okay. Anyway, so obvious. Obliv- um, obviously, his mild warnings to Foley were not having an impact. So Fordham asked for a private meeting with Scott Palmer, who is the chief of staff to Speaker of the House Dennis Hastert who I just covered yes. recently. Hi. Hello. He- we remember Hello. this guy, child molester, <laughs> fucking yes. pedophile. Ugh. Disgusting. Ugh. Okay. Ugh. So according to Fordham, Palmer said it didn't bother the party that Mark was gay. And he said, quote, we think he's a rising star here. He's got so much potential. He's great on television. End quote. So Fordham said of the meeting, quote, we sat facing each other. It was pretty uncomfortable. I'm going behind my boss's back, which was a, you know, a big no, no. Yeah. I knew that Scott knew that I was gay. I told him I was concerned that Foley seemed to be chummy with pages, interns, and young male staffers. I asked Scott if he wouldn't mind either speaking with the congressman himself or having Speaker Hastert have a chat with him. That might alarm him enough to realize other people were watching and not just his staff, end quote. Okay? So, So he's trying to, like, nip this in the bud. Yeah. And protect the office yes. protect his boss like and going behind his back to do that was a big deal. Yes. Okay. So a couple of days later Fordham says he checked back in with Palmer to see if he had met with Foley and he said quote he had said he had taken care of it and he had brought the speaker in uh, in the loop he, and he said I believe it happened but apparently it didn't have any effect, right? Uh. So 2 years later. Wow. The shit hits the fan, right? Wow. So this is fucking wild what happens. In 2005, Foley sent five emails to a 16-year-old former page from Monroe, Louisiana.
0: Come Um, on. Yeah.
1: And so these. That's a kid. That's a child. Yeah. So this page sends the emails to Danielle Savoy, who is a staffer for Rep. Rodney Alexander, who's who was his sponsor to go to the yes, page program in thank Louisiana. Thank God. Okay, so he's God. among other things, Foley asked for a photo of the page, his age, and his birthday, and what he wanted for his birthday. And Foley ob- <laughs> fully observed that another male page to whom he had also written to was quote in really great shape i'm just f- finished riding my bike on my 25 mile journey and quote like talking about how he worked Ew.
0: out the
1: page wrote in the email to the staffer that quote this really freaked me out yes and quote and repeated the words quote sick 13 times in a row to describe the photo request so the 16 year old sent this, this to her like out. what like, the wh- fuck yes yeah. i mean Thank
0: god that kid yeah. did that yeah
1: the page asked, quote, if you can, please tell Rodney, who is the rep, about this. Like, just, you know, and in yeah. addition mentioned a female page who had been warned about a congressman who hit on interns. So, like, these pages come to D.C. between the ages of 16 and 18, and they're told by this people guy, running a program. This guy's a pig. Yes. This guy, does that sound familiar? Remember you covered that fucking yeah. discussion where my head exploded? Yes. And they told them, don't be alone in the room with yes. this guy? Yes. Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's
0: If you have to say that, you don't deserve deserve to be in office. Yes. Get out. It's
1: fucking gross. So um, the staffer, so this is what's fucked up is this staffer, this woman, she forwards the email to a friend of hers and says, like, I find this, this information curious. Like, what do you think? and that person forwarded to another person to another person to another oh, person no. and the emails forwarded so many times that it eventually landed in the inbox of a reporter at the St. Petersburg Whoa. Times so the reporter Adam C Smith then calls the office of representative Rodney Alexander and was like yo what's up with this email like what is this right and the and the people in the, it sets off this firestorm in the office are like what the fuck is this the original yes. so they go back to this original staffer and she was out sick so they called her <laughs> and they're like you need to fucking come in here and give us this fucking email she's like here's my password so they logged into her email they printed it out and they and the fucking representatives had exploded he's like what the fuck is going on so right? no
0: one told so it went around everywhere yes. except for the one person the yes. kid wanted to see yes <laughs>
1: finally he sees it he's like what the bureaucracy is so wonderful (laughs) it's so crazy oh my god so at this point like the three three press people got it the saint pete times miami herald and fox news but when they got these emails like they didn't it wasn't there what they couldn't get anybody on the record like all these reps like shut the fuck up and didn't say anything they couldn't get any they couldn't do write a story about it because there wasn't enough information and they're like we couldn't get anybody on the record wow so nothing happens but It just made this rep really pissed. So he had his chief of staff alert the speaker of the house's office to let them know what was going on yes. the Hassert 's office right Has, they, this irony creep. of one this. creep after the, the other irony of yes yeah. so they went directly to foley's new chief of staff to find out what was up because fordham did not work for him anymore he had a right. new chief of staff so who whose name was liz nicholson so she then went to foley and asked her boss about these emails and but she was out of luck because he's like he said quote i delete all my emails now who the fuck does that tina who does that but a creep yeah who the fuck deletes emails yeah do you do that no No. i delete like junk mail yeah but if i send an email i don't delete it no like that's insane yeah you're yeah you're covering up for bullshit come on bro so nicholson the chief of staff and i'm sure he remembers that he sent a um, 16 year
0: old child hello request for photos that's That's not like hey when is the meeting next week Right. There was a woman <laughs> who, who got. Like there a there very was a woman
1: specific email. There was a woman from an office who kind of like sent these to the FBI, but she was saying in the article that you know people would read it and they're like well we didn't really see that they're like she, like even the staff are going it's curious she's like the, the lady's like there's nothing curious about a fucking 40 year old man asking a 16 year old or what photo. they want for their birthday it's how weird. what do they want for it's fucking that's it's predatory. That is, that's right it I screams mean, predator on. it screams predator she was like i don't understand what no. you know and, they're, and the fbi was when the fbi if someone got sent them sent that to my child i would lose My mind. But the FBI was like, well, there's really not much there to investigate. And she's like, but that's why you open an investigation. Because there's no reason this old man, older man. Should be communicating. Should be doing anything with the page. No. Okay.
0: (sighs) It's so much easier just to
1: bury your head in the sand, I guess, right? I guess. Or or
0: is there something in the law that has to be very you know, direct
1: request. You know what I
0: mean? Like maybe there's something about what the language as far Mm. as like prosecuting
1: or being able to get a warrant or, you know what I mean? Well, we'll get into this because Uh, I got to tell you, it gets fucking wild from here. So, so Nicholson called representative Alexander's office and asked for a copy of the emails. And the response she got, was just very odd so at first alexander replied uh the off- the office had had the emails right said sure send somebody over right away we'll give you a copy of the email and then they said no we're not giving you the email and nicholson said well why not and they said quote the congressman doesn't want to get involved well so apparently he had been told by lawyers like don't stay out of, stay it. Out of it don't fucking do anything don't do anything so jeff trandall who was then the house clerk and capital off and a capital official who was most concerned about the pages, right, because they're in right. charge of the pages, and Representative John Shimkiss, a tall West Point graduate Illinois Republican who heads the five-member House Page Board, okay. confronted Foley in this Cannon office building uh, office, and the tenor of their dispute was swiftly communicated to various staffers, one of whom reveals what was said. And I guess this guy, this Representative Shimkiss said to him, quote, why are you emailing kids Yeah. Stay away from the kid and stay away from the pages. Come on. Yes. I mean, what are you doing? You have to say that to a grown up. Yeah. But so the people that are in charge of that program, that's their responsibility. Yeah.
0: You know, that's a lot. You know, that that's risking because they're supposed to keep these kids safe. They're supposed to be the ones ensuring that they're they're meeting their curfew. And, you know, that's a big Job, yes, i would imagine like being at school you yes, gotta make sure these kids like like are dorm, safe you're like a dorm mother
1: so then what does foley said? He says he says <laughs> he protests to the guy and he says this quote it's important to me to mentor kids these are kids who care about our government i just was being friendly that's all end quote ew (laughs) ew (laughs) so fucking what it's like the creep response ew Ew. ew. it's like the michael jackson i just want to show them love i let them sleep in my bed to show them love yeah no get the fuck out of here no. so um of course but what does shimkis do who's on this page board he never goes back and tells the other people on the page board like nobody's what? really telling anybody they what the need fuck to is going those kids yeah. and say do not let foley anywhere near yeah. these children so this all. is in 2005 in the spring of 2006
0: oh god
1: representative alexander discussed the foley emails with majority leader john boehner and new york representative thomas reynolds the quick-tempered head of the national republican congressional committee oh, so gosh. reynolds said in turn "It's so so, so he, in turn, went to Hastert. Oh, God. And Bonner claims... The
0: fact that Hastert's involved in this yeah. is
1: just... And Bonner claims <laughs> that, he was, that he also informed Hastert at this time. So multiple people yes. are coming to the Speaker of the House. Saying, And hey. they're saying, hey, this guy's a fucking hanging around kids yes. he's sending emails to kids this is fucked up what the fuck and Hastert's not doing anything
0: well why so, would he because he's a pig
1: yeah but then after this all comes out into the media in September 2006 Hastert said he had no recollection of any type of like oh, anybody telling him God. any of this and That's not a nice excuse yeah he said and he said if Reynolds had told me it was in a line of other things and we were in the crisis that spring so I don't remember any of that so like oh. he just tries to deny Meanwhile, we know Hastert, right? What comes out later yes. about him? He's, he's a total fucking creep. It's a creep, and who knows what these two were fucking talking Ugh. about? You know what Ugh. I'm saying? Oh my god! Oh my god! So finally, toward the end of September 2006, this fully is like so scary. I know. It's like you don't want
0: to. Then you have,
1: who who wants to send their kid anywhere? Like yeah you can't trust the adults that, oh anywhere. i don't trust anybody i don't trust that one motherfucker oh. anywhere so finally toward the end of september 2006 foley staff heard that abc news was investigating the emails received by the louis louisiana page thank you first so amendment this what happened first though is that somebody anonymous, anonymously sent to a blog called stop sex predators dot the emails <gasps> and they posted them so Finally, abc news sees yes. them and was like what's this fucking thing right so wow. they started investigating it. on september 28th as the abc news website posted its first email story liz nicholson who is the chief of staff staff sat talking to foley about what else the, the media might discover so now they send over kirk fordham his f- former chief of staff and you've got liz and they're in the room and they're grilling foley and, and they're like, like yeah you have to tell us yes. what the fuck's going on and at this point, it was just to minimize the damage to the party, like, find out what else they can find out. Like, this is the time to now spill your guts, yes. right? Like, what, what we need to be prepared. Yes. So walking into the office, Foley observed how uncomfortable his former boss was with this line of questioning. He said he pulled Foley aside and pushed him hard. He said, quote, Mark, we need to know. Was there ever any instance of inappropriate behavior toward any page, a dinner, inviting someone to your house, offering to buy them drinks, any sexual activity with pages? We need to address the specifics because it will probably come out, end quote. And Mark Foley said, no, no inappropriate behavior like that ever happened, right? End quote. Okay. And also at this point, because all this stuff is this ABC news story is coming out, all of these other stories are coming out where other house reps are now finding out that he showed up drunk in front of a dorm five years ago or whatever like all these other things so he's losing support from his colleagues good who are around him going oh i thought he should lose support i thought we knew this guy
0: like what the fuck has he been doing right but the fact that there's no documentation because i feel like Mm -hmm. in any other profession yeah if you show up like if a teacher is chaperoning a trip and they show up drunk at the door of students they would probably be fired they would something would happen right up there would be some documentation and the fact that there is no documentation there's no
1: procedure if they when he showed up drunk if they that's a red flag that's the second you start an investigation and you pull every one of those pages aside and you say Hey. has anything ever happened did yeah. he ever email you did he ever call you did he ever or whatever. has he showed and up that would have before stu- yeah we would have known then right. but nobody did anything right so the next day Fordham um Liz his chief of staff and another staffer were at Foley's DC townhouse working with him on a strategy when Fordham receives a call from their communications director oh, in Florida right Oh, God. And he's on the phone with him, and he's like, yo, what's up? And the guy starts saying, <laughs> telling him all this information, and Fordham's like, what? Sexually explicit? What the fuck are you talking? Like, what is this? Oh, so he hangs no. up with this guy, and he turns to this motherfucker, and he's like, bro, he says to Foley, ABC News is about to publish a document, 36 pages <gasps> of sexually explicit instant messages that you were writing to pages. Mm-hmm. You were writing two young boys oh my god and so he he says to him like is this possible is this is this a real thing and mark foley goes probably
0: and he's like probably, probably? what the probably fuck? it's either so, yes or
1: no i've got copies of this in our notes oh like i'm oh gonna post god. a picture on was, instagram so gross it's probably but like so disgusting. here's a little bit
0: oh god
1: <laughs> so oh, he no. writes he writes to this boy uh did you have Did any girl give you a hand job this weekend? (gasps) Ew! Ew! And the teenager writes, LOL, no. And then he wrote, I'm single right now. My girlfriend, my last GF, which is girlfriend, and I broke up a few weeks ago. And Mark Foley writes back, Good. So you're getting horny. Ew! Oh my god! (laughs) And the teenager writes back, "LOL," a bit. Ew! And Mark writes back, "Did you spank it this weekend yourself?" (gasps) Ew! And the teenager wrote, "No, no, I can't, I can't." This is it. The teenager wrote, "No." So, but by the way, this is 36 pages to the point where it's like it's there was parts where it was like is your dick erect and the kid's like <gasps> yes and he's like measure it with a ruler and the kid's like i already told you it's seven and a half inches oh and mark God. fold is like mm. ew <laughs> hey, he's okay this is I'm, I'm just saying this is the jackpot we've been looking for right like this is the gold this, this is, is it go to jail go directly to yeah, jail just Do get the fuck out you're done you're done okay anyway Look for that in God. our notes. We've got a link to it in our notes if you are interested in reading the rest of it. Oh like that's, God, I know this I is all, and it's uh, all to mail pages, right? What, so uh, disgusting. Yeah. Horrible. He asked for like a kiss, good night. Like, oh my God, he is an adult. He's I mean, an adult, and a lot of it too is like, you know, oh, I just got back from like a run. My body's sweaty. Like, how? When did you guys go work out? Like, where did you work oh out? My like, God. it's just very much about like just everything's about body no, and sexual no. and. Like, no. okay so no. he says yes this is him and Fordham says you know time it's time to resign bitch right it's time to go and to jail <laughs> Fordham then brought Foley's sister to the townhouse because the sister was in DC and he's very close to his sister so he brings the sister over because it's like it's time to bite the bullet and he tells his sister everything and tells his sister he's gay you know like but tells her the whole thing like this yeah. is what's been going on his sister was completely devastated and uh he was very upset and apologetic i'm so sorry yeah. i ruined your life like it's just like so it's just awful like this whole thing now has to come spill out and um so fordham leaves and he the first stop he goes is to the national republican uh congressional committee and was like here's the bomb that's about to happen see you later oh, then he goes to he goes gosh. to his boss rep tom, tom reynolds and he's like here it is here you go then he goes to dennis hastert's office and he's like hi uh. hi speaker Here's what the fuck is about to come out about Mark Foley. Meanwhile, Hastert like, must like be this. like. Like, Fordham's, knew, well, Fordham's what, wiping his hands and saying, right, this is not my fucking thing. Imagine Hastert anymore. getting this and th- knowing what he does. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, my he God. He must Tina. be like, yeah. Oh, shit. Well, he, this... Hastert does what you expect him to do, right? Like, almost <sighs> nothing. So, <sighs> everyone agreed that Foley had to resign. So, tons of stuff started happening behind the scenes, starting with Hastert telling all the Republican House members we need to get together and have a meeting, a private meeting, to discuss and get our story straight. And there's one House rep who I, I couldn't... I, I don't remember his name, but it's in the article. Fuck, I wish I could remember. But he basically, when they called and said we need to have a private meeting, he basically said to Hastert, that's the exact opposite of what right. we need to fucking do. The Democrats are about to call an investigative committee, which yes. they did, which Pelosi did. And she he's like, and we'd have to say what happens in this meeting. Like, we everything is now has to be out in yes. the open. There's no getting our story straight. That's really, really bad. Stop saying that we need to do that. I'm not coming to a. They never had the fucking meeting, yeah. but he's like, I'm not coming to a meeting. No, wow. like, no, no, wow. no. That's wow. co- that's called a cover up, right? Speaker of the House, fucking dick. Oh. So because right, really, the sunshine, they have to. And like, also, but but also, like, well, because they're gonna what they're gonna investigate, and what they did investigate is how knew? long how long have who they known knew? who knew this was going on? Who could have stopped this and didn't do anything? Which is wow. why Fordham was like lighting fires everywhere he fucking went because he's like, I'm not a part of this bullshit, yeah. right? I tried to stop this. From happening. Wow. So, um, that same day, Foley tendered his resignation to Hastert and also to Florida Governor Jeb Bush. And he said in a statement, "quote I am deeply sorry, and I apologize for letting down my family and the people of Florida I have had the pri- privilege to represent." End quote. So more pages then come forward alleging a history of inappropriate oh, conduct by gosh. Foley. Dating back at least ten years. Oh my God, that's insane.
0: That's it's it's um, terrible. It's, it's terrible. terrible. Like these kids are going there, probably so excited, yeah, to participate in oh, in this program. And this creep abuses them while they're there, and then they don't
1: they can't say anything. No, this is terrible. Yeah, and good for God. that kid for sending that fucking email. Thank by the way, God, because if he didn't send that email, who knows how, how much longer? Yeah, yeah. So, oh um, my God. Here's an important distinction. His lawyer wants you to know. He insisted that he's not a pedophile, and they had never had any contact with a minor, which is how he gets away with this. Tina, is that sixteen year to sixteen years old is an age of consent, <gasps> so he never gets charged criminally for anything no. because they weren't minors. Now this is how the Catholic Church currently excuses away uh, pedophilia in the church. Oh my god! They say that it's gay priests that are infiltrating the church. And they're going after post pubescent boys, not oh, prepubescent on, boys. And so it's on. gay, not pedophilia. It's the gays' fault. This is wow. a real fucking thing. And that's like what this guy's doing too. This I is what he's tell, saying. I gotta
0: tell you, like it's this is this is why, you know, uh I can't have my kids participate in the church anymore. I'm out. You know, we did we did out. communion more for no. my family, more for my family than I, anything I've, for my mom and for my no. dad. Mm-mm. But I can't do it. I can't I can't I've participate in an institution no. that is it's it's it, it doesn't take accountability for the horrible things yeah. that have happened to
1: children. Yeah. And if God forbid your kid's a victim, it's their fault, right? Right. Oh no please way. get the fuck away from me. So um, the aftermath. <sighs> Foley also explained that he had a drinking problem and had made the communications while intoxicated, blah, blah, blah. (gasps) He checked himself into a rehab on October 2nd, 2006. Remember, that was like such the thing. Everyone checks into rehab. Yeah. His lawyer revealed that Foley claimed he was molested by a clergyman when he was between the ages of 13 and 15, adding that, quote, this is is kind of incredible. He said in his statement, uh, quote, Mark Foley wants you to know that he is a gay man, end quote. So like finally comes out. Okay. You know.
0: I just don't like that it's it's being tied to yeah. abuse. Like, right. that's not
1: right. right. Like, the, like If you're sexuality. gay, go have sex with a man who's yes. over the age of 18. Yes. And it's consensual. Yes. You don't and send it, gross and, messages to children. And
0: who's not part of a program yes. where you have a position of power Absolutely. In. You're in D.C., I'm sure. Oh, please. There are plenty of
1: people yes. that you can hold Everybody knew with. he was gay there, too. Yes. Everybody knows he's gay. Get Come the on. fuck out of here. So federal authorities said the explicit messages could result in Foley's prosecution under some of the new laws he helped to enact, which is funny. Yes. So after leaving Congress, Foley entered the real estate business in Palm Beach, Florida. He also came out publicly as and was in a relationship with Palm Beach dermatologist Lane, uh, Dr. Lane Neisenbaum Neus- oh, yeah. until Neisenbaum's death in 2012. So they were together for a long time um, on September 22nd, 2009, Foley debuted as host in his own radio show, Foley on Politics on Seaview AM 960 in North Palm Beach, Florida. Wow. And after several years removed from the public eye, Foley resurfaced as a supporter of uh, Donald Trump during the 2016 presidential me. election. You have to be kidding appearing me. Appearing behind him in a crowd at one of his rallies. Oh, come on, Foley. Well, they're both pedophiles, so. Yeah. Anyway, um, is that allegedly? We're not saying allegedly? allegedly? Okay, fine. Allegedly. Fine. Let's do it. Um, So the PAGE program on August 8th, 2011, Speaker John Boehner and Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi announced in a joint statement that the House would end the PAGE program saying technological advancements made PAGE services unnecessary in light of the cost of the program, which is more than $5 million. So $69,000 to $80,000 per PAGE um, every year. Quote, Pages once stretched to the limit, delivering large numbers of documents and other packages between the U.S. Capitol and the House Office Buildings, are today rarely called upon uh, for such services since most documents are now transmitted electronically. End quote. But, but end quote. But please, the Senate Page please. Program still exists. Okay. So there's still Senate Pages. Yeah.
0: So basically, because there are these jerks who are who cannot control themselves and have to prey on kids, they have to end. A program that's been around for 180 some years because I'm sure. Oh yeah, they have other roles and other things that a page could do. And this to isn't learn. the first
1: time. Give me a break. This is not the first time that there's been a sexual like scandal with the pages. There was another one which I'll cover maybe or you'll cover eventually, but um, where it was two senators and it was with female pages and there was sex and stuff involved. And so this this has is, been happening. It's, that it's, was it's, I think that was in the 70s, early 80s. God, I hate
0: I hate I just hate men sometimes. I mean just
1: disgusting <laughs>
0: disgusting
1: it, it's it's the, uh, uh. it's that mix of like s- that the the power though i think really more than anything yeah and i'm sure that his abuse kind of played into this part of like being with like you know c- no, trying to I go under, after yeah, boys I, I think i, I think underst- that's where it's kind of a shameful like yeah no i, I
0: understand that that could be something but still like th- you make a choice
1: yes of course you make a choice and you know how it made you feel Right, Right. like you know what abuse has done to you. Oh, so why would your cycle? Like I understand there are cycles of abuse,
0: and I get all that. But man, I can't believe (sighs) he not one charge. No, all right, Tina. All right, hi, hi. Pull yourself up. Let's do it. All right, today I'm going to tell you the story of former Indiana Governor Edward Jackson. Okay, all right. Edward Jackson began his political career as a prosecutor for Henry County, Indiana, and eventually made his way up to the governor's seat. But when a Klan member called in a favor, Jackson's political career went kaput. Holy shit. So our story takes place in Indiana way back in the 1920s. And at this time in Indiana, the Klan was trying to reestablish itself as an organization. And this was sort of known, it was known as the second Klan, because you had the first Klan after like the oh Civil God. War. Yes. And now this second Klan um, sort of happened after World War I. And it was because a lot of immigrants were coming into the country. So it was anti-immigrant. It was anti-Catholic. It was anti-Jewish. And, of course, anti-black.
1: Perfect time to start the hate up again. Let's go. And
0: particularly um, in Indiana, it was um, a lot of the focus was on Jews, Irish, Italians, and Swiss. So uh, white Protestants at the time felt threatened. And the Klan tapped into that fear. And I feel like, wow, look at today. Hello. You know, a lot of white Protestants feeling threatened. Mm. Let's dig into some key players in the story. We're going to start, of course, with Edward Jackson. So Jackson, as I noted, started his career as a prosecutor, which was an elected position. Then, according to the Indiana government website, he became a circuit court judge, followed that with a position uh, as secretary of state. But a year after serving as secretary of state, county history notes that he resigned to go serve in World War I. And even though he had training, it seems like he mainly stayed in the U.S. Like he didn't really do anything overseas, but he was placed in different places Mm -hmm. in the U.S. as captain and then the major. And as far as his legacy, uh, we'll get into the bad, but I just want to talk about some of the things he did in his service as governor. Mm -hmm. According to county history, he spent a lot of money on infrastructure with the state road construction program. Um, He helped with the state, you know, start the state park system in the state. He increased the efficiency of the state university system. And according to the National Governors Association, he also paid off the state's national debt. So he did, Wow, you know, some good stuff. Yeah. But mm. the thing is, oh God, he was actually a member of the Klan as well. Fucking A. Yes. So he had a lot of support from the Klan throughout his political career. And when the Klan has people in power in powerful places it enables them to enact harmful legislation, right? Yeah. And we saw this in um, your story, right, mm-hmm. of of the correctional yeah. um, officers, right, where the white supremacists are trying to fill in these spots. Yeah, infiltrating. And infiltrate. So it's the same idea that was happening them infiltrating Jesus. political positions. So, for example, according to a book on history and government of Indiana in 1922, they had a bill passed that would allow the Klan to have a Klan Day during the state fair that included a cross burning. What? Can
1: what, you imagine? When was this? In
0: 1922. Like they passed Holy a law. Holy shit. They passed a law. Like it was in a bill
1: that oh, was. Oh be- my God. I was like, what
0: in the world is happening? Wow. Oh my God. And you that's insane. It's insane. Though. It's insane. <laughs> like people just want to go and go on the swing ride. They want to yeah. eat some popcorn. <laughs> they don't want to see a cross burning. Oh my God so wrtv's jordan fisher reported that at this time more than half of the state legislature was made up of clan members What half?
1: half what the fuck <laughs> more is going than on yeah oh my god that's so that makes Can me it, insane it's scary that's
0: so scary so, so, and 30 percent of wasp men you know white anglo-saxon protestant in the state were also members so you wow. have half of the state legislator and 30% of the get white me, men in the get state. Get me out of the
1: state. Get me out of here.
0: Making it one of the country's largest Klan organizations. Wow. And Andrea Neal, writing for the Courier Press, noted that the number was about 250000 members wow and she cites historian james madison who explained quote members including ministers mayors shopkeepers and factory workers mostly ordinary people from the wide middle of society mm-hmm. these were mainstream hoosiers, not a fringe group wow yeah it's not like today where we have no, these are everyday people. everyday people members of the clan All right, so the big problem to come up for the governor, um, for Governor Jackson, was a bribery charge. Mm. And history collection states that Jackson supported Klan policies and objectives throughout his career. Like, that's just, you know, if they were like, we want this done, like he kind of followed through. And after being elected to the governor's seat with the help of the Klan, he was charged with trying to bribe the previous governor. Mm. So according to a book on the history and government of Indiana, when Jackson was Secretary of State, he granted a state charter to the Klan, right? But the problem was that in order to have a state charter, you have to sign these documents, mm-hmm. and members of the Klan wouldn't show up in person to sign them, <laughs> right? Of course they not. They didn't show themselves, <laughs> Yeah, right, right. right. They're going to so, sign it like Mickey Mouse. Right. So yeah. then Governor, this guy, McRae, was like, sorry, dudes, like you're not getting a charter. You need to come here and sign it. Wow. And Don Mitchell of the Indy Star reported that they also wanted McCrae to appoint one of their people as prosecutor, which McRae refused as well.
1: Can you imagine you believe in something so much, so much right. that you'll like murder people for it, like right. this, you'll fight, you'll be angry, yes. you have this hate for you. But you're not going to, you don't want anybody to really know it's you. Yeah, you're not going to sign God anyone. forbid. Right. God forbid you show up and show your face to really yeah, show, to like, this something. is how I feel. Right. It's, that is the most cowardly thing it's I've ever so fucking It's funny. Heard. It's just crazy. Yeah. So the next thing you know,
0: the grand dragon of the clan, this yeah. jerk <laughs> yeah. named Stevenson, who I'm going to get into more detail on later yes. on because he mm. is really the catalyst of everything that mm. happened that really led to this bribery charge. He uh, told his fellow Klansman, Jackson, the governor, to bribe McCrae. But McCray was rich, so he's like, I don't need your money, right? <laughs> and um, they tried to give him $10,000, and he's like, no way. So they're like, okay, we're going to dig up some dirt on, on McCrae instead. So they just start digging in okay. and seeing what they can find to force his hand. Smart. And they find out that he was finagling the books with some loans. Oh, And no. the Klan ends up leaking that information out. And what they did is they use that crime and they say, look, you appoint us the prosecutor and that prosecutor will drop all these charges. You don't get charged. We have our prosecutor. You get the 10000 It's all good, right? And McCray is like, no, I'm going to go down. So he takes the Whoa. charge. He resigns. Fucking hero. He gets convicted of mail fraud, okay. but he's like, I'm Listen. not going down maybe would have been covered on the bus right. but now you're yeah, a hero now in the story. you're a hero. you're a hero in the clan story <laughs> so jackson right was secretary of state then and when he was involved in that when that guy resigns, he gets elected into the governor's seat oh god okay so now the clan yes. has the seat. their guy as governor
1: wow so um, I, can i say something <laughs> really quick not to be a dick because that's my job here but like the Klan has more strategy than the Florida Democratic Party. <laughs> <laughs> they have more strategy and wherewithal, like, looking forward in the future, step yeah. to step that step, but, than the Florida Democratic Party right Let's now. Let's get together. Today.
0: Come on, Florida Dems. Please. I please. Mean, come on. This is ridiculous.
1: <laughs> I mean, the, we got to give him an A-plus for strategy, Tina. Oh, like, the, all the chips fell. It. Oh, yeah, my God. They did great. So,
0: yeah, I mean, he's... The Klan supports, they secure the votes, like they do everything,
1: right? We can't get a Dem elected in Florida, but they got their motherfucker Klansman at the top of the table. They got got them at the top.
0: So he gets tried for this attempted bribery while governor. Now, the part of the story, you know, that is just awful is how this information was leaked. Like, how did people know that he tried to bribe McRae? Yeah. Right? And this is where it all ties back to the Grand Dragon, D.C. Stevenson. Okay. So in nineteen twenty five and this is a horrible so trigger warning. Okay. Okay. In nineteen twenty five, Stevenson, along with two other Klansmen, kidnapped, drugged, no, and raped a state employee named Madge Oberholzer. What the fuck? She gave yeah, so she gave a detailed report of the attack before she died, which I have in my notes. Like it is like Was a she two black woman? Page, no. They did this to a white
1: woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he Does just Does that make sense?
0: Well no, he just is a rapist and he Wanted this woman. This is fucking horrible. So WRTV's Jordan Fisher has selections from her written testimony essentially taken on her deathbed. And so what happened was he was pursuing this woman, Madge, for a long time. And he met Oberson, Madge Oberson (sighs) at, I'm sorry, he met Madge Oberholzer at Jackson's inauguration in January 1925 at the governor's inauguration Mm -hmm. party. And for months... He would ask her out. And she didn't feel comfortable with him at all. And she didn't Uh, want anything to do with him. I'm sorry. I don't want to date the grand dragon. That's not my fucking cup of tea. Sorry. Sorry. I don't want to get stuck in the clan. (laughs) I don't want to marry into the clan. Thanks. So on one occasion, he left a message for her saying he needed to speak with her about. Now, he was like very powerful in the political scene. I mean, look at what's going on. people know who he is. Like he's got all this power. And so he leaves this message saying, I need to talk to you about something important. So she shows up. Fuck. And she kind of freaks out because there were no other women there. God it, damn it. So remember, also, this is 1920. Ugh. So for her to be, like, just a woman alone with these three men, you know, is okay. not okay. And not then appropriate. She feels, and she doesn't yes. feel comfortable anyway. So I would still be skeeved out uh, if yeah. some guy, and then I show up and no one else is there, and I'm like, oh, my God, I thought this was a meeting about something, you know, and there they are. So while there, they give her a drink. And she says, quote, this made me very ill and dazed and I vomited. Then he starts telling her, like, how much he loves her. And they put her in a car. Then they put her on a train. And she's, like, out of it. She's drugged out of her mind. And that's where he rapes her. God damn it. Another trigger warning. She said, as cited in Fisher's article, quote, after the train had started, Stevenson got in with me and attacked me. He held me so I could not move. I did not know and do not remember all that happened. He chewed me all over my body, <gasps> bit my neck and my face, chewing my tongue, chewed my breaths until they bled my back, my legs, my ankles, and mutilated me all over my body. What in the fuck? Yeah. On What's the train wrong car. With this guy? On the train car. Jesus, fuck. So when they get to their destination, he has a gun, and she told police, quote, I said to him to shoot me. He held the revolver against my side, but I did not flinch. I said to him, kill me. But he put the gun in his grip. And she was just like traumatized, traumatized by what happened. And she ends up convincing the men to let her go to a drugstore. She's like, I'm gonna go buy some makeup. Can I go? And when she goes, she buys bichloride mercury tablets and she took them to kill herself. Oh my god, yeah. Tina. I know Jesus this, Christ. this story's crazy. So he attempts to take her to the hospital, and when they get to the hospital, he wants her to say like that she is his wife, so they, and she refuses. Of course, she, and she's like, "Good sick, for you." And she refuses, oh, and, and so he's like, you know, um, he takes her back, and then he just drops her off in front of her mom's house and oh. says, "Hey, just tell them that you got in an accident." Oh, yeah. Because she looks a mess. Also, you know, what kind of an accident? Someone bites you all over your fucking body. So she's like, say that you've been in an accident. They kind of just like throw her, you know, in front of their mother's house. Fucking great. And then the mother ends up taking her to the hospital. The police get involved in all of that. But... She lasts about a month, but she was, she ends up dying of the poisoning because she. Holy yeah, shit, dude. Yeah. It's but
1: terrible. she was able to say, here's the people. She,
0: yeah. But she gives, when I tell you like it's more graphic and more detailed, like she writes a whole two pages Incredible. of like, this is what happened. Oh and my then God. When she dies, this poor woman. Yeah. So Stevenson gets charged and convicted. Oh, oh, good. But good. because he is no. this clan member and he's powerful, oh. when he's in jail, he's kind of living it up, right? Like he gets good food and like he's hanging out. Like things are all like love. Like a, it's it's, a, it's 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 he's got all these people in power. And so then he turns to his buddy, Governor Edward Jackson, to call in a favor. He wants the governor
1: to pardon him. <gasps> oh stop i can't wait you gotta fucking stop i cannot i cannot (laughs) fucking take sorry teddy the dog's running away sorry teddy i cannot take this this is so fucking disgusting you know somebody said to me this morning that you hate men you know let me say something real quick as a feminist real quick i don't fucking hate men but these kind of men i hate this is the shit that gives you guys a bad name yes this
0: fucking shit gives you guys a bad name Horrific! Fuck you. So he's like, "Yo, help me out."
1: Oh, Governor, you better fucking you watch better, your ass. You
0: better give me that pardon. I mean,
1: what the fuck?
0: And so this case was huge, though. So people were quitting the clan left and right Ooh, when this good. case went oh. out because he's the Grand Dragon. Now they have a conscience, Great. and they have this young, you know, girl who's who's dead, and you know, and, and she was a state employee, and she helped wow. with an adult literacy program, and she was just this wonderful person. So he's a psychopath. So people are upset about what yes. he's done, right? And Jackson was like, I can't, he, it's political suicide if he's going to pardon this guy. So he's, he refuses. It. He's like, I can't do it.
1: Oh no. But
0: Stevenson, <laughs> as this political strategist, did something to protect himself. And that was, as Don Mitchell reported, was to, quote, get a signed contract pledging loyalty to him from everyone he ever helped get elected. Wow. like so this, he's oh, like got, a blood got all kind of these, thing. he's got them all.
1: So including this guy including, including this guy wow so can you imagine a signed contract pledging loyalty well i had to tell you when we're done recording i have a little piece of paper for you to sign <laughs> to <them. laughs> pledge your undying love oh, and loyalty to me i don't need to sign it it's there forever. Oh,
0: thank you so these officials signed the card they handed over to this guy and when jackson didn't yield to do stevenson's bidding <sighs> Stevenson sent the cards over to the press Ooh. and they had a field day. <laughs> oh, They're like, shit. what is this? And I he, love it. and then he's like, Oh, by the way, you want to hear about this McCray bribery scheme that, that the governor was involved in and just, Good. He's like, if I'm going down, everybody's going down. Good. With me. You're complicit. So Jackson ends up charged with bribery. He doesn't get any sentencing, though. So um, according to Don Mitchell, he was acquitted due to a technicality, and it was basically the statute of limitations was up on that charge, and that was that. So he couldn't get anything. But the aftermath was bad for, for Jackson because the ties to Stevenson, the bribery charge, it kind of tanked his career. He finishes out that term pretty much disgraced. Mm. and left the world of politics and that was that. wow so a couple of points of interest um one of my sources so mostly all of the sources kind of were like you know here's this governor he left because he was disgraced and he was tied to the clan and blah 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 but one of them just like doesn't mention the Klan business at all <laughs> yeah. and just says he was a governor, you know, but this guy was a member of the KKK, you know, yes, he's hobnobbing insane. and taking money and favors from the Klan wow. and people researching their state's history should know like, yes, this is what this guy like, yeah. that's the thing. Like, how do you leave that out? So mm. I thought that was funny. Um The other thing is that Jackson ends up tending an apple orchard and raising cattle in New Orleans after he practices law for a bit And just, it just pisses me off that he goes and lives this, like, other life. Yeah. No major consequence, you know. And and he's aligned himself with this horrible man. And he just gets to go and, like, oh, here's my apple trees and my cows. Yeah. Like, it's such crap. Um, Another thing I found interesting was some of the reasons that folks joined the Klan in Indiana. WRTV's article spoke about the intimidation that the Klan had Mm. and that... Maybe some of the people who joined the Klan, like, joined more out of fear of the clan Than for really, like, aligning with the beliefs of the Klan. I mean, that makes sense. And James H. Madison said, quote, there were two things there. One was that people agreed with the message, right? Mm-hmm. But the other was that people feared what their neighbors would think of them if they didn't join the Klan. Right. That they weren't 100% American. Mm. If you owned a men's clothing store on Washington Street in Indianapolis, you might want to join the clan just to make sure you don't lose customers yeah so the idea of perception and reputation mm. and that it's so important that you align with hate and bigotry so you're not scapegoated as either an other or someone who's sympathetic to the other or that you're not American yeah, yeah. and we see that today oh absolutely. we see that today if you're wearing a mask if you're a doctor saying hey wear a mask you're not a patriot anymore mm. right you're, you're a traitor to the country it's the same mentality yeah it's it's, it's wild just the psychology of that. And then um, mm. Jackson, when running for governor, Smithsonian Magazine writes that he was known for being the candidate, quote, most loathed by the papists. So the Catholics oh, knew wow. what was up with this guy yeah. and uh, hated him. <laughs> so wow. I thought that was funny. That. And that's the story Ooh. of the no-good, low-down governor of
1: Indiana,
0: Edward Jackson. Oh, my
1: God, Tina. It's a short but sweet. Oh, Short but Traumatizing, traumatizing. not sweet. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, crazy. You no, know, again, another victim of this like political monster machine. This yeah. woman. Oh my god! You know what I mean? This like poor... we're just these
0: victims are just disregarded. Oh my god! And it's like I mean, how scary? How yeah. scary that they, they they kidnap her. She's on this train car. But how gro- she's, how she's, obsessed she's, and she's,
1: gross is this oh guy my, that he? Oh wait
0: till you see what he um, looks like.
1: I, I mean. I Ugh. could, I know in my brain, like, I can see what he looks like, but this disgusting, this nobody wants to fuck you, yeah. and so you've got to go to these lengths. And, like, I'm in love with you, and, you I mean, know. no, and what am I supposed to be, happy about that? You know, I mean, and- That's not how it works.
0: Also, it's 1920s, and now she's been raped. Like, there's all these right. other things that, that- Yes. You know, um, psychologically or feeling like maybe she can't be with someone else now, you know, of like- Of course. It's terrible, and, like, the violence- that was put upon her like it was you know like the the biting
1: and like she was mutilated it's just i can't believe she went to those lengths to to get away from them jesus yeah it's terrible god oh well well now i want to jump off a bridge so i mean (laughs) you always end with the good ones (gasps) tina sorry jesus i know what's a good thing oh i know what i want to tell you i finished sweet tooth did you (gasps) i
0: did okay it was so good it's right so
1: good what a great and i can't wait for season two I i'm fucking wait. dying can't wait for it i mean i know i thought big man was gonna die but he <gasps> doesn't thank god spoiler big man spoiler oh big man um i guess that's it yes we have, we have a little muck to we have do a little muck we have some phone calls yes so we were, were we thought it'd be fun to talk to some people who have gotten their vaccine and we'll just call them yes. and say thank you so we're gonna call some people and probably record it and play it later on or put some clips out from it. So that'll be fun. Yes, yeah, so please look out for those because those are going to
0: be yes, great. and, and please, please get vaccinated. Get
1: vaccinated. <sighs> send, send us. A, I, we'll call you. We'll make yes. calls every Sunday. Yes. If you got vaccinated and you want to talk to us, and we'll put you on the muck. We'll put your. We'll put the clip out. You will yes. play your shit. We will tell. We'll be on the podcast going. Thank you, yes. human being, thank for being you, a part you, of thank our thank community. You, thank you, thank you, and for loving your neighbor and yes. your family to protect and get us through this fucking pandemic. Oh like, God. thank you. Like, so much. I want much. this to end. That's I the whole point. The virus, the here. vaccine and was the is, end point. And this is the <laughs> other
0: thing. I know that we ranted about this in the beginning, but when this pandemic started, yeah, and and people were walking around and they didn't care because it only affected old people, right? right. And no one Remember cared that? that the old people were dying. Now the kids are dying. It's record
1: number young people. Record number children in are
0: dying mm-hmm. and are are really sick with this variant because viruses mutate. We yep. don't know what the next the, the lambda. Oh we worse. don't know it's gonna it could continue to get worse like are we gonna have our children die really well they don't think it's real so how the
1: fuck would they care about that oh it's God. a matter of time before it hits you so it's it's awful <sighs> i'm over it and i'm fucking <sighs> tired i don't have fucking patience for it i don't either so and i'm
0: i'm nervous for for beginning days of school yeah the next really few am. weeks are
1: gonna be pretty bad in florida so just make and sure it's that like, you're are safe are we
0: even gonna uh, S- remain in person like we were on this is yeah. the other thing we were online with fewer <laughs> cases yeah fewer cases than what we
1: have now yet now we're 100 percent back it doesn't make any sense and how our kid there's no virtual option so if the kids <laughs> have to have to stay home because some kid in their class was next to them and they tested. I don't positive. even, know if, stay home I don't even know if
0: they're contact tracing. Oh my god! Don't tell me that.
1: <laughs> I don't know. All right, I will see you next week. I, it's this has been an hour and something twenty yes. minutes of us screaming, which okay. I'm, I'm, which is what <laughs> it's basically what the podcast subtitle should be. Yes. All right, I will see you next week. Bye. Bye.
0: If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please follow the episode notes on our website, themuckpodcast.fireside.fm. And be sure to
1: follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Muck Podcast. To support the Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support and different goodies for each level: muckraker, policy wonk, or bleeding heart. We can't do it without you. Music for the Muck Podcast written and performed by Sean Docherty.